Hey guys and welcome to episode 49, baby, Still. of Dad Knows Best. I am one of your hosts, Harrison Mudge, father of one beautiful little boy. And to my right, full of pep, full of beans, Adam Callow, father of two, on the mics. How's it going? Oh, <laughs> I told you I was bringing the fire. I can't do this today. <laughs> just, not with your energy. You're like one of my kids when they come up with me with so much energy and I'm like, just not. And I've got a pounding headache as well today. And your intro does mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. help the mm-hmm. cause. I'm good, man. Overall, really good. And on that note, see you next time. <laughs> now, for anyone that's new to the show, listening or watching, this is just a show where... Uh, you know what's funny? I actually saw where you uh, described this show and it was like two friends, three kids. And I thought <laughs> a good way to describe the show is two, two friends, three kids and a whole bunch of banter. There you go. I like that. Why so, did I describe it like that? I think it's in the footer of an email. Oh, is it? Nice. <laughs> I, saw it. I thought, oh yeah, we can work with that. We can work with that. So yeah, we go back. We got kids. We have a chat. Uh, anyone that watched or listened to the show last week will have heard... My father on the mics, big old Mark Mudge. Oh, is that out? It's out. Obviously, an avid subscriber <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I, the thing is, I am a subscriber, but yeah, but you you're just blind turn off now. downloads and I'm, you just don't no, listen, no. mate. Mate, I, I get it. You want it. you want the optimum listening and viewing experience. So I'm you on wait. the damn show, <laughs> <laughs> so I subscribe. Obviously, download numbers. Um, but I subscribe. I, I I ignore every notification. Doesn't help my retention it. numbers though. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but I'll listen to that on the drive home. Actually, yeah. so we just went. Out, we how long? We were we were on for about an hour, and it's tricky because I felt like we could could have just talked and talked and talked. <laughs> so. So we didn't. I tried, I to, I tried to knock it on the head. Um, but we spoke just about like the births and um, what that was like, working with kids and Your stuff. dad's got an infectious laugh. Does he laugh much on it? Um, I'm not sure. He's got an sure. infectious we, laugh. We had a good time. I think he enjoyed it as well. He's got um, a very infectious laugh. Uh, one of the things we sort of finished that episode with was a question that uh, listener and viewer, Alex, you may know, uh, he wanted to ask my dad was what it was like. Oh, Mustang raised- Alex. Mustang Alex, yes, yes, Mustang Alex. Um, I'm sure it'll tea cut right out. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know him, they won't get that. But uh, he asked a question of what, ask him what it was like to have multiple kids um, dealing mm-hmm. with them all. Something I want to just jump off of uh, this week because you actually made a comment to me. Sorry, you said to me what you were doing when you went home one evening. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got to get home for, for Reggie because he goes to bed and then I've got to spend some time with Riley. Yep. So I wanted to sort of talk to you about what it's like sharing time between the kids, sharing the kids. I don't know oh, okay. whether you split it between the parents, between the two of you, things like that. So like, do you allocate a certain amount of time to the boys or mm-hmm. do you allocate them to each boy? What's, what's your technique, bro? Uh, public service announcement. Not sure if I'll do it right, but just saying it as it is. By the way, that, that I, whole, I'm, I'm just, just going to have that like <laughs> scrolling across the bottom the whole time. Yeah. All all pop tips and advice, be, they come with... Uh, use at your own risk. Use your own discretion, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, so I know what I do now and I'm trying to work out if I've changed it recently. No, it's been fairly consistent probably for the last year and a bit. Um. I guess before I guess take us back just over a year and a half. I didn't put time in my calendar specifically for family stuff. Yep. Um, 
because I kind of thought my calendars for work and everything around that uh, is family time or just sleep. So uh, as in like you've got meetings from nine to five and then there's nothing else in the calendar because you just allocate into family. Nine to five, meh, but but, but the the working window was in your calendar, but family time wasn't because, well, why would it need to be? Because it's exactly. Um, And then actually through coaching, he was like, oh, he literally was like, just fire up your calendar. Let's have a look at what your weeks look like. And this was after we actually went through like what's important to me, what I care about. And he was like, why is none of the stuff that you really care about in your calendar? (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? we went through the whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I changed my habit, which was I started to def- put basically everything in my calendar. Like if you look at it today, it tells me when I'm working out. When I I'm can traveling, tell what you're having for dinner. When I'm on to work. Yep. Uh, you, you actually can. I know. Um, uh, <laughs> There's no surprise in your life. <laughs> uh, so I, I put everything in my calendar now. But what that allows me to do is um, put in like what I call non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. So um every night regardless of where i am um so historically before covid i was doing a lot of travel for work just meetings and stuff like that uh so even if i was in like a dinner with a client or something like that uh, uh at 6 45 that was like 15 minutes to speak to the boys if i was away mm-hmm. so wherever i am so i call up have a good chat um and then i started to move that to have like h that was like a group chat with the boys that then i would uh say good night um but now what i do is still have that time in the calendar uh, so from a bedtime perspective, um, they go to bed at different times. So we like to spend 10, 15 minutes before bed, just chatting, uh, trying to speak to them like a little adult. How's your day gone? Yep. Um, and then I, I kind of have time for the boys. And I actually, for the life of me, can't remember who advised it. It might have even been Stephen May, to be honest. Um, every time I think of it, like, what's the source of wisdom that that's coming from? <laughs> his, his name just uh, popped Stephen. Uh, which is like dedicate time, solo time, just with that one child, okay. um, which I found has been incredibly important and, and really helpful. So the way that I operate with the kids basically is uh, time with the boys, family stuff, doing stuff, walk in parks, stuff like that. But they both need solo focus on them at different times. So I'll do an activity with Reggie. And then when Riley comes over, I'm like, hey, and I, like, I might be in Reggie's room playing Lego with him mm-hmm. or something. And when Riley comes upstairs, um, sometimes it's like, yeah, join in, we'll play. Uh, but sometimes I'm kind of like, I'll take Reggie, chuck him in the car and we'll go for a walk or we'll go to McDonald's Sorry, is, is or something. That, is that when Riley comes up and wants to play Lego and you're like, nah, chuck the kid and go? Uh, no, I mean like so, sometimes, uh, and it's much easier with Riley just because of his age because I guess we can just do more stuff and it's mm-hmm. easier. You can just jump and, and we can just go. Uh, but I started to kind of do activities with them, not just like in the house, but start to go out and do individual activities with them. Uh, and it creates like a daddy and me time, which is I think it's really important for them um, to make sure they feel... They get an attention. What's the? Uh, how'd you? How'd you tell the other one that you're playing with? How'd you tell Riley that you're playing with Reggie? Yeah, it, that's why I started to get out the house because it, it kind of gets difficult because you kind of go into it with like, "Cool, Reggie, let's spend some time together. Let's go. On, what do you want to do? Uh, let's go and play with some Lego. Well, let's go do this." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Riley like hears us having so much fun, he's like, "I want some of that." Mm-hmm. Of course. So in the house, I kind of like stopped trying to like keep the separation so you just do boys just do boy stuff yeah and riley like right now riley might just want to sit and play Fortnite. um so 
You ain't playing with Lego right now. Um, <laughs> You're thinking I got to play Warzone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Reggie, come watch me. Hey, activity. Come watch me play this. Watch Daddy try and snipe people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the activities outside of the house is when I really got my alone time with them, uh, and it's amazing how much they light up. Like it's one to get their attention, but it create it's that bonding and it little things mm-hmm. like. This is a good example, actually. So one of the things me and Riley used to do is get the ball, go across the park and play rugby. So he was learning to play rugby. He was doing rugby at the weekends. Uh, and it was through that experience of spending more time with him uh, and having grown-up conversations with him that he sort of let me know that there's this there's this kid at school that he just doesn't like. And he's mm-hmm. he feels like he's not being bullied, but he feels like this guy's just a little bit mean. Just picking on him sort of thing. Not really directly him, to be honest. He's just a he's dick. He's just a dick. He's just a dick. Um, so we had a good conversation about that uh, and then like how because uh, one of the things he did was sort of like not shove Riley but he he put his hands on him basically so then I like trained him like taught him like you don't let anyone put your hands on you sort of thing but it allowed Riley to open up was it like the block with the left and throat strike with the right throat strike with the right <laughs> and when they go down to the knees back of the head with the hands into the kneecap Jesus uh, and then go tell Miss Middleton <laughs> big, big, big old disclaimer uh, no it's just sort of like you, you never get physical with them but you also never let someone put your hands on you there's yeah. that barrier um, let's not go into that one today but because I spent that time just with him, uh, it cr- it creates a, like a really meaningful conversation mm-hmm. and relationship. Um, that time's been really precious for me, and I'm always looking to do more of it and prioritize it more and more. Like here's a great example. Let me just open up my calendar. Um, so today's day first uh, at two forty five today. I'm doing Coder Kid with Riley for an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm, he's learning to code. And I promised him that I would spend three, because he's doing coding six days a week. So Sarah's doing three sessions with him and I'm doing three sessions with him. So um, sounds like Sarah needs a lesson on the platform because every every call I've heard, she's <laughs> like, I don't know how you save it. Yeah. I don't want to close the tab. <laughs> yeah, she needs some training. But uh, that's like a great example of like, that's something that me and Riley do. It's great for him. He's really enjoying it. Uh, it's educational. It's coding. It's. Uh, I, I think it's. I personally just think it's good for him. What was his new game? Because I know he did the jumping dog. What was the second one? Uh, the the one he did yesterday was one where you might have seen actually on the screen where he clicks a mount, He clicks a cat that's flying about, uh, and then the the cat gets smaller. So it's like a game where it gets smaller and smaller oh, and smaller. It's like a skill game. It's like a skill game. So he's mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, but that's an example of like putting time in the calendar, which is important. Um, yeah, that's how I do it, really. That's your question. I don't feel like I've answered your question. I guess, so you're separating the time with them, but how 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 are you allocating how much time and stuff like that? Or is it just like, you've I've got an hour and a half, 45 a piece, or like, what's your, what's your technique? Yeah, so... And, and also... It might be different now just because of COVID, to be honest. Yeah, I imagine it's, it's very different right now. But and also I wanted to ask as well is... <laughs> Sarah is obviously with them both right now yep. all day long rewind pre-COVID yep. uh, or fast forward after COVID whatever did she and does she spend do the same principles of I'm going to spend a bit of time with Reggie a bit of time with Riley or does she not have to worry about ticking that box because she's the mom and she seems to always spend a lot of time with them anyway no she, she did it but it was sort of by design by default they're polar opposites so i'm not entirely sure which one it is let me explain you can choose i mean you can design a default <laughs> so uh because 
Riley's at school and Reggie goes to preschool. Yep. Uh, Reggie was never at preschool on a Wednesday. So R- Sarah always used to uh, call that her, her like Reggie day. So they would get to do stuff together as just them. Uh, and the way I guess the way that Sarah thinks about it specifically is when Reggie was very young, uh, like very young or even not even here, she'd have really quality time with Riley when he was two, three and spending really engaged quality time, long, long periods yeah. together. Um, and she doesn't want to miss out on like the essence of Reggie's childhood. So she's trying to make sure that she doesn't uh, basically just miss that. So it feels like right now, the way that she thinks about time is we've got family time. Uh, and on the Wednesday was like the Reggie, the childhood Reggie time. That's probably how she splits it because she's around them all the time. That's that's sort of what she does. I guess an interesting question as well is, um, or a topic, is because she's around them all the time, we kind of did this thing which was like, let me do something with the boys at the weekend so she can be away from them for a bit. Uh, just so she gets some time mm-hmm. away. Because like you say, especially right now, like she's plugged in. I had a conversation on this last week is she's kind of going like, crazy right now um because yeah. she's like be interesting know what Emma's going yeah through. emmy's kind of sort of going through the same she's just uh, loves them to bits but fuck me like well she so elliot's got this thing i don't know if i've said it on the show before but he, it's like he's riding a bike he'll be like but it's like a really it's not a full-blown cry but it's just enough of a whine. Oh, he's not doing the hand gestures with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he'll sit in his chair and he's like... Oh, oh okay. <laughs> but it's like it's not... He's not upset. Because if he was upset, he'd be like, okay, what's the problem? Let's solve it. But he's just there like mizzing, just like making this noise. So like... Some... <laughs> Don't worry, by the time he gets to 30, he does that, but just quietly just represents it on his face all day. <laughs> so <laughs> at least it doesn't bother you, though, if you don't look exactly, at it. Exactly, headphones. Um, but... He... So sometimes I'll get home. I'm like, oh, how's your day been, babe? And she's uh, she's like, he has not stopped making a noise. Like, and they just like demand attention more more on one day than they do another. Um, but I think Emmy just needs some time away from yeah. the house and the baby. Yeah, it's just which is that, that, that's like a very specific now now thing. But I agree, yeah. it's super super tough. I couldn't do it. Um, I guess one thing about the kids' time thing is like. If I don't put it in my calendar, it don't happen. And then I beat myself up about it after I review my calendar afterwards. How strict are you on timings, time slots, things like that? Like, do you say, oh, six t- till seven? A time but slot. But if you don't get back from work till 6.30, you just do 6.30 till 7.30? Or, um, or you're like, I need to be back Do you know what's interesting six. is Sam. Um, I've kind of learned a lot from Sam in the last couple of weeks. Uh, months, but specifically in the last few weeks. I normally beat myself up over like black and whites. Like yeah. I ha- it ha- it's like it has to be this. It's on or off sort of thing. So now what I kind of do is like with this. Let's say I'm seeing. I've got my calendar to be with the boys from like six or seven. And if I don't get back until half six, mm-hmm. I'll say, well, it is what it is today. I'm still getting to spend time with them, but let's just try and not let this happen again. Like what what could I have done differently? Probably could have set off from work a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Those couple of things probably didn't need to get done today. I probably just was procrastinating some stuff that dragged on in the day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. don't beat yourself up. That's the biggest thing for me is like being really, uh, like being hard on yourself for it. There's no benefit. Making changes for the future, loads of benefit. So mm. now what I try and do is just be a bit more 
it's that thing we don't talk about with work is like not to be so judgmental on a really short time frame. So it's like, and that's, I think that's one of the, my faults. Um, so it's like being really judgmental on a short time frame. It's just not healthy. Um, so now I'm like, take the time frame bigger. This week, this month, have I spent enough time with the boys to the point where I feel like I'm satisfied and they're satisfied and we're all happy and yeah. it's, it's good. Um, so yeah, that's what I think about it. So the, and especially with the time in my calendar, it's never like bang on. Weirdly, actually, when I'm when I'm away, it is bang on because it 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 literally comes through on my phone and I use it as a to whoever I'm with. I'm really sorry, but I always say goodnight to my boys at this time. I've just got to step out and make a quick phone call. Yeah, it's it's easy when you're um, when you're like if you're away, for example, you've not you're not in the normal routine of a, like a working day or, mm. or whatever, you, it's very easy to just be like, well, you know what, I'm just going to sort of work all day into the evening and stuff. And because you just like, no, even if you just like on emails or you've, because you've got no hard stops, mm-hmm. you've not like the, like your office isn't shutting what, when you're meeting people around the country, is it like no. you can have a late meeting, you can have a late dinner, there's no deadline. So I guess it's a nice way to give yourself some structure. Force and factor there's trigger. Um, so yeah, that's sort of like that's sort of like the time thing for me, to be honest. Um, I would probably recommend. I use it as an opportunity to recommend the sixty minute father to people. I think it was a fantastic book that helped me out a little bit. Yeah, I really need to read that. I might you know what? You're not ready yet. You know what? For everyone listening and watching, I'm going to make a note right now. I'm going to buy that book. I'm going to buy it on Amazon. Nice. <laughs> for anyone that wants a book, <laughs> no, I, w- I will. If you, I'll, you know what, I'll read it before I I say anything about it, and then. If I deem it worthy, I'll maybe I'll review the book. Review it. Bring it on. The, bring it on the podcast. I'd love to talk to you about it. It made and a lot of impact. Sixty on minute father. I, I remember looking this up before as well because there's like a. I think there's even sixty minute mother and mm-hmm. is there like sixty minute boss or is three. it like a theme or three. something? Yeah, I think there's three. Start with the sixty minute father. Just a great book that I would. Personally... It's not very really thick though, is it? No, it's an easy read. It's an easy Ooh. read. Quite impactful. Um, it's just a book that I would personally give to, if any of my friends. <laughs> I was going to say if any of my friends like became like a father this is the book I'd <laughs> gift to them and I think yeah, I just, I'm a bit too late <laughs> <laughs> I think I just told you about it um, but yeah I think it was I think it's impactful I think it's definitely worth a read um, time's hard like dedicating time is hard I guess with every parent's the excuse you always tell yourself as a parent is I can't make tonight or I can't make dinner. I'm working really hard to build a future that makes mm-hmm. us all really happy. So I'm working for the boys now so they can enjoy a better future. <clears throat> Whereas one of the key things in like the six minute father is when your kids, this was the thing that stood out for me. When your kids are 32 years old and they're thinking about what their childhood was like, they're thinking about the yeah. childhood. They're not thinking about the mm-hmm. laptops, the Xboxes, the playstations. They're thinking about the memories that were created. Um, and it kind of hit me at the right time because obviously I lost my dad last year and I'm like, cool. When I think about that, I didn't think about any materialistic shit, the house, the nothing, all the memories were what I was, mm-hmm. what I think about. So then it's sort of like every dad's fear really is to be distracted and then regret not having those memories yeah. uh, and putting just stuff in the calendar to prompt you um, just as a reminder, uh, because what it does to me is I see it in the calendar and it just reminds me like, yeah, that's, that is really important to me. And then I go and do it. Yeah, the the one thing. So we're we're going to the zoo tomorrow. So nice. That'd be nice with the family. Um, be fucking weird seeing an elephant with a mask on, though, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a big sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so that would be nice. But yeah, like with... It's it's very easy to be in the room, clock like running the clock up on yeah, time, yeah. but not being present. So something that's I'm, a great something I try point. and um, just be aware of is like phone in hand. Maybe she just put it down and like eyes on the child and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I don't, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, definitely not. But I think even if you can just kind of get into the the rhythm of thinking, am I focused on the task at hand right yeah, now, yeah. which is spending time with the boy. Like at the moment, he's still super young. He's he's nearly crawling, mm. but not quite yet. So we we put him down on a mat. His, we've got a new play mat thing. Um, first impressions video going up actually soon. Nice. Um, but we have got a play mat thing, so we can he can roll around, play with his toys and things like that. And I just sit there with him. But it's very easy to like just have your phone up and like glancing up. Is he still upright? Was he face plant at the floor? Okay, mm-hmm. best pick him up. So yeah, it's just like little things to just. Let's just maybe look at the kid, even though he's not super engaged right now, doesn't really know what's going on. But what what just, I have to do with stuff like that is I have to like build, <clears throat> I think building like habits is really important. So little things like I, I, every morning now, at like six till 6.30, I like get up, have a coffee, plan my day. 6.30 till like 7.15. So I used to wake up, look at my phones and just work out what the day looked like. But I realized that's someone else planning my day for me. Because if I've got WhatsApps, inbox, whatever, that's someone else telling me what's important to them and then trying to jam it into my day. Fuck that. That's how I used to it. That's how I used to act. I don't do that now. I take control of my day. So I kind of go down. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, six or six or eight is me. Don't take my phones. Nothing. Just just me, notepad, calendar. Cool. Um, 6.30 to like 7.15 now. I'm with the boys. So I start mm. the day with like, regardless of what shit goes on today, I've spent 45 minutes in the boys in the morning and it sets me off on the right turn. Yeah, we do, we, we're still doing that in the morning as well. We, um, Emmy more than me, and I'll make this clear because she slated me the other week when she listened to a show and she's like, you're still not pulling your weight. Oh, <laughs> so I'm right. so, sorry, babe, I do try though. I'm just so tired. Um, but we still, we spend the morning in bed. So we get up at 637 by the time we're all awake and we're all, so we'll all sit in bed and we'll have a coffee and now we'll watch TV for like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. watch the news. I've gone to BBC News now because it's less intense. Drama. I'm getting sick and tired of Piers Morgan. Full stop. Just, it used to be entertaining, like this guy's absolutely unhinged. Yeah, but but is, now it's, it's like, I'm thinking, I realise I don't think he's starting my day off right. I need a little bit less drama. Mm-hmm. Just want like I just want the TV on with the clock in the corner. Really, that's what I'm putting the news on for. I was like chasing dodos on an iPad this morning with Reggie. Mm-hmm. Best start of the morning. Past that, the that crack addiction is uh, <laughs> getting out of control. <laughs> oh dear, we'll leave it there. Um, but yeah, no, interesting. I look forward to. I look forward to. There's a few things in there, I, I, and I think if you're a, I guess my my question is, is I'm always, I'm always looking to hear how other parents get over that guilt. Because it's so it's so present all the time, which is because you always think I need to be doing more with mm-hmm. the boys. I always need to be doing more, and you kind of stop. It. So if if you're listening to this right now, like h- how do you feel about spending time, especially if you either run your own business or in a, a fairly demanding job? And this isn't to take away people that work the nine to five. The people that work the nine to five, I think, probably have more of a chance of getting this right mentally mm-hmm. uh for me even you like because you work so close to this business and this and we've got loads of things yeah. going on it's really tough so 
would love to hear how the listeners of this show get on with Mm -hmm. that process of managing time, dealing with the guilt, uh, and just making sure you don't get 10 years down the road and go, I really wish I spent more time with my kids. That's the fucking most devastating statement in the world. So I just want to make sure I avoid it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get in touch, guys. You can email dadknowsbest at nbs.fm or you can leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. But whether you're listening or watching, you always forget about that camera. It's not just for show, you know. <laughs> uh, but if you're watching or listening, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the like button. Comment, subscribe, like, share, comment again. Fuck it. Tag, come, come to the studio. Well. Come Get to the, the studio. <laughs> hey, hey, we've got, we've got, we've got space for two more mics, guys. We've got some new tech coming, guys. Get involved. Cool. See you next time. Bye.